can the bacteria that causes gum disease also cause Alzheimer's disease? Find out more on today's episode of This Old Tooth. Hello, everyone. You are listening to episode number 22 of This Old Tooth, a podcast devoted to providing you with honest, agenda-free information about how you can get and keep a beautiful, healthy smile for life. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Germain. In today's episode, I will answer the question, will gum disease increase your risk of getting Alzheimer's disease? And if you have listened to my podcast before, you know that I am committed to the latest information about why overall health is dependent on having a healthy mouth. I am not sure why dental health is excluded in so many discussions about wellness, but it is a crucial part for so many reasons, and today's show is of particular importance in that arena. Alzheimer's disease is an irreversible progressive brain disorder and is the most common cause of dementia in adults. Brain cell connections and the cells themselves degenerate and die, eventually destroying memory, thinking skills, and ultimately the ability to perform even the most simple tasks. Memory loss and confusion are the main symptoms, and while no cure exists, medications and management strategies may provide temporary improvement of some of the symptoms. Now, the greatest known risk factor is increasing age, and the majority of people with Alzheimer's are 65 and older. But Alzheimer's is not just a disease of old age. Approximately 200,000 Americans under the age of 65 have younger onset Alzheimer's disease, which is also known as early onset Alzheimer's. Microscopic changes in the brain begin long before the first signs of memory loss. Now, the way that the brain operates is that the cells are like tiny factories. And scientists believe that Alzheimer's disease prevents parts of a cell's factory from running well. They are not sure where the trouble starts. But just like a real factory, backups and breakdowns in one system cause problems in other areas. And as damage spreads, cells lose their ability to do their jobs and eventually die, causing irreversible changes in the brain. Now, there are two abnormal structures called plaques and tangles that are the prime suspects in damaging and killing nerve cells. It is believed that these play a critical role in blocking communication among these nerve cells and disrupt the processes that these cells need to survive. It's the destruction and death of nerve cells that cause the memory failure, the personality changes, problems carrying out daily activities, and the other symptoms of Alzheimer's disease. While scientists believe that for most people, Alzheimer's disease is caused by a combination of genetic, lifestyle, and environmental factors that affect the brain over time, there is some recent evidence that suggests that the infection and resulting inflammation from periodontal disease can be a contributing factor. Periodontal diseases are infections of the structures around the teeth which include the gums, the ligament that holds the teeth in place, 
as well as the jawbones. The major bacteria found in the development of periodontal disease is called P. gingivalis. In a study which was published in the Journal of Science Advances, researchers examined the brain tissue of deceased people with Alzheimer's disease. They identified this same pathogen, P. gingivalis, as a significant risk factor for developing plaques that cause the destruction of the nerve cells in Alzheimer's disease. While P. gingivalis is mainly found in gingival and periodontal infections, it can also be found at low levels in 25% of healthy individuals with no oral disease. P. gingivalis can get into your bloodstream as a result of brushing, flossing, chewing, and sometimes during dental procedures. And once it is in your bloodstream, it can travel to other parts of your body. For example, it is a known fact that 100% of patients with cardiovascular disease have P. gingivalis colonizations in their arteries. And as a side note, I am in the process of producing a separate episode that will address just that issue. Researchers also detected the bacterium's DNA in spinal fluid taken from living Alzheimer's patients. In addition, toxic enzymes made by the bacterium, called gingipanes, showed up in many of the Alzheimer's brain samples. Experiments in mice also suggest a connection between the bacterium P. gingivalis and Alzheimer's disease. When the research team infected the gums of healthy mice with P. gingivalis, the bacterium later showed up in the brains of the animals. But the really good news is that the researchers were able to clear the P. gingivalis infection in the brains of the mice using a molecule that binds to and blocks its harmful effects. While this could suggest a possible treatment for Alzheimer's disease, the evidence is still not considered strong enough to say that if you didn't floss your teeth, you're going to get Alzheimer's disease, or if you do floss your teeth, that you're going to avoid Alzheimer's. However, this doesn't mean infections don't play a role in Alzheimer's disease. Some researchers suspect that beta amyloid is the brain's way of protecting itself against those invaders. And just as a point of information, beta amyloid is what causes the plaques to form in the brains of Alzheimer's patients. Now, this is not to be confused with dental plaque. They theorize that the beta amyloid is an antimicrobial peptide that is part of our normal immune response against infections in the brain. If the brain's response is too severe, it may lead to an over-accumulation of beta amyloid and thus the formation of plaques involved in Alzheimer's disease. In addition to microbes, the herpes virus can drive the production of amyloid up in the brain. It appears that the plaques are actually trying to envelop the microbes and viruses to protect the brain. However, scientists don't think it will be one toxin or one infectious agent that will be the underlying cause of Alzheimer's disease in all affected individuals.
Now, as for dental hygiene, more research is needed to determine what it means for Alzheimer's disease. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still brush and floss your teeth regularly and visit your dentist for biannual checkups. Again, it doesn't make any sense to disassociate the mouth from the rest of the body. And while there isn't a clear cause and effect relationship between gum disease and Alzheimer's, there's enough of a connection that people should exercise a bit of caution. Individuals who are having issues with their gums should treat them. Because all of these things point to the effects of gum disease and oral health on overall health. And now, after a very heavy-duty episode, a fun fact. A mouth produces an average of 10,000 gallons of spit in a lifetime. Enough to fill a very big swimming pool. Wherever you're listening, I hope you subscribe. I have so many exciting things to share with you. Coming up soon will be Dr. Ron Goldstein on how to get an absolutely perfectly beautiful smile and all the different kinds of cosmetic procedures that are available to do it. In addition to that, I have Dr. Kate Gross coming and she's going to be sharing with us tips about how to whiten your teeth and how to motivate your kids to brush. And don't forget to go to my website, thisoldtooth.com, to get your copy for free, my ebook, How to Choose a Dentist, The Ultimate Guide. Until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, be true to your teeth or they will be false to you.